This is Roger Penske, and you're listening to Pit Pass Indy, sponsored by Penske Truck Rental. IndyCar fans, it's time to start your engines. Welcome to Pit Pass Indy, a production of Evergreen Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Martin, a journalist who regularly covers the NTT IndyCar series. Our goal at Pit Pass Indy is to give racing fans an insider's view of the exciting world of the NTT IndyCar series in a fast-paced podcast featuring interviews with the biggest names in the sport. I bring nearly 40 years of experience covering IndyCar and NASCAR, working for such media brands as NBCSports.com, SI.com, ESPN Sports Ticker, Sports Illustrated, Auto Week, and Speed Sport. So let's drop the green flag on this episode of Pit Pass Indy. Welcome to this week's edition of Pit Pass Indy as we continue our fourth season of giving IndyCar fans a behind-the-scenes look at the NTT IndyCar Series and the drivers that compete in the Indianapolis 500. The 2024 race season is underway, and we want to congratulate Indianapolis Motor Speedway and IndyCar owner Roger Penske, whose sports car racing team won the 2024 Rolex 24 at Daytona. Just five days after collecting their baby Borg trophies for winning the 107th Indianapolis 500 in 2023, Roger Penske and driver Joseph Newgarden can add a Rolex watch to their trophy collections. For the first time since 1969, team owner Roger Penske has won the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Brazilian racing great Philippe Nasser was able to fend off a charging Tom Blomquist of Cambridge, United Kingdom, in the final portion of America's greatest sports car endurance race to give Penske yet another impressive achievement. It was Penske's 98th career sports car victory. Nasser's Porsche Penske Motorsport No. 7 Porsche defeated Blomquist No. 31 Action Express Motorsports Cadillac V-Series R by 2.112 seconds. More than 24 hours after the conclusion of this year's Rolex 24 at Daytona, IMSA officials admitted the checkered flag ended the race too soon. The checkered flag waved for the number seven Porsche Penske Motorsport GTP car with one minute, 35.27 seconds actually left in the scheduled 24-hour sports car endurance race at Daytona International Speedway. That made this year's race the Rolex 23.9775 at Daytona. On Monday... January 29th, IMSA released the following statement, quote, Due to an officiating error in race control, IMSA inadvertently announced and subsequently displayed the white flag with under three minutes remaining in the race. At the end of the race, the race leading number seven GTP car then received the checkered flag with one minute, 35.277 seconds still remaining, ending the race short of the planned 24 hours by effectively one lap, end quote. The announcement by IMSA will not change the outcome, however. Once the checkered flag waved, the Rolex 24 at Daytona was effectively over. 
The last time a Penske-owned car won the Rolex 24 Daytona, it was six months before Neil Armstrong became the first man to walk on the moon during the epic mission of Apollo 11 in 1969. Quote from Penske, It's hard for me to believe, Penske said. This goes down as one of the biggest wins we've had. Now we've got to go for the big one at Le Mans. The four drivers on Penske's winning Porsche team were Dane Cameron, Matt Campbell, Nasser, and Newgarden. It was Newgarden's first Rolex 24 overall victory, and he joins an exclusive list of drivers that have won the Indianapolis 500 and the Rolex 24 at Daytona with names like A.J. Foyt, Mario Andretti, Scott Dixon, Elio Castroneves, Alexander Rossi, Ellenser Jr., and Dario Franchitti. From all of us at Pit Pass Indy, we want to congratulate Roger Penske and his Porsche Penske Motorsport team for its big win in the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Just five days earlier, Penske and Newgarden both picked up another major award that goes to the winner of the biggest race in the world, the Indianapolis 500. In a special ceremony at the Henry Ford in Dearborn, Michigan, Penske received another Baby Borg trophy for his record-extending 19th Indianapolis 500 victory on May 28, 2023. Newgarden got his first Baby Borg as the winning driver, his first Indy 500 win. Pit Pass Indy was at the special ceremony on January 23rd, hosted by Borg Warner and the Henry Ford to see Penske and Newgarden receive their personal trophies. We will hear from each on today's show. First up is my exclusive interview with Roger Penske for Pit Pass Indy. It's always a privilege and an honor to join our next guest. It's Penske Corporation CEO Roger Penske, who tonight received his 19th baby Borg for winning the 107th Indianapolis 500. Roger, you've won 13 more Indianapolis 500s than your next closest team owner, which is Chip Ganassi with six. I guess now that you got 19, you're going to save a space for number 20. Well, I would say this, that, uh, you know, we're never, we've never stopped. And, uh, I said to someone the other day, we bought the track and things started to slow down. <clears throat> and I was concerned that maybe that was a bad omen because, you know, I'm there to win the race. And uh, to me, to get number 20 would be terrific. I think we we had our cars better this year. We were kind of in a slump there for a couple of years. Didn't, not really a slump, but we weren't getting the performance we wanted. And I think, uh, you know, with McLaughlin and Power and with Joe Joseph now, I think we're in terrific shape for another victory this year and obviously it's got to be a team effort and one that's you know generated by all the people working together six sigma is not good enough when it comes to winning the indy 500 today you could be leading on four to go three to go two to go, even one to go you could be leading and still get beat so to me the the sport has never been more competitive and that's showing at indianapolis in the biggest racing event in the world with three hundred thousand people and i can tell you that as we look at our ticket sales coming into this year, they're up. We have 11,000 more seats sold at this point with 129 days to go. So I think we're going to have a great crowd and we'll certainly have a great event. Of your previous Indy 500 victories, 
18 of them, you saw them from the pit area on top of the pit box, uh, the timing stand. This one was different though. You were up on the very top of the pagoda and have that overview of everything as it was developing. How much different of a viewpoint to be able to not only take the viewpoint of being a team owner in the Indianapolis 500, but also the owner of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Well, I think Bruce, when you're up there during the race, you're not thinking about being the owner of the track. You're thinking about what's going on on the racetrack from the standpoint of uh, of the competition. And uh, uh, you know, obviously, it's a great honor to have the opportunity to buy the track, and uh, we we're fully invested, continue to invest, and we've got a great team with certainly Mark Miles and Doug Bowles and the whole team out there have just done a tremendous job. And for me, uh, I'm a racer, and I'm there to go racing. And on race day, that's my thoughts. Of course, being in racing, you have to learn how to adapt. And IndyCar had to learn how to adapt uh, this year when they were going to go to the hybrid assist unit. It was going to be rolled out for the start of the season, but because of supply issues, getting manufacturer parts completed for all cars in the field to be able to run it. It's going to be delayed until later in the season. So now that that's been settled, how important is it that IndyCar showed the ability to adapt and make the decision, let's get this thing right before we get it out there on the track? Well, I think we got to go back and, and look at, we walked into the Speedway and made that purchase of IndyCar back when the commitment had been made to Mala to develop a system. It was uh, after we got in and we were hit with COVID, uh, Mala obviously was unable to uh, make the commitments we had with them and produce a product we felt was going to be competitive. And at that point, we locked hands with Honda and, and General Motors and Chevrolet to take this thing to the next level. And I think we've had over 15,000 miles of testing. We're still trying to get suppliers to come up with enough hardware that we can supply the whole field. This coming week, we're gonna have four cars testing with it, uh, with the product. And I think we're getting awful close. Our goal is to have it after the Indy 500, but the last thing we want to do is to bring a product to market that didn't have the reliability we want. And that would not be the best thing we could do for the sport or obviously if we had the issue with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So to me, the decision we made on a business basis, the teams understand it, hopefully the fans do, and certainly from my perspective, we make the same decision again. When you're ready, you come with it. And if you're not, look at it today. Many of these manufacturers that have committed to bring new models, people that have hundreds of thousands of people working on it, don't get these cars on time. We were... We were in, in COVID, we were in supply issues, we were all of this, plus the engineering aspect of this. This is a, a very unique situation, which will give us hybrid technology, which is the bridging technology today in the auto industry. And one of the benefits of the hybrid assist testing was the fact that the cars were lightened to make up for the additional weight of the hybrid unit. So now for the first part of the season, we're going to have lighter Indy cars out on the track, which could mean that the speeds increase, especially this will be one that the fans really like, faster speeds in qualifying for the Indianapolis 500. Well, when you take uh, an ad, uh, take the probably 50 pounds out of the car that we've added, you know, through the windshield and other things, makes a big difference. We even felt it when we put the windshield on, it gave some forward weight. And this will give us some opportunity on the road courses and certainly in Indy to see some more speed, which is great for the fans. But then of course, we'll put the whole unit back in as we go forward, uh, you know, mid-season. So with hybrid assist coming down the road, Borg Warner plays a very important part with the turbochargers. So to be able to get all the automotive companies that 
connected in a way like that that's going to be relevant for the future? How important is that for IndyCar? Oh, I think I think the as we look forward, and Borg Warner has been involved providing turbochargers for as long as I can remember, really, in the sport. And the commitment with the trophy and the iconic background of, of the company in 1936 with Rickenbacker, you know, getting the trophy put together with Borg Warner and now with the sport, you know, turbocharged engines for emissions and for speed and for performance, they play a big role and they'll play that hopefully for a long time. You talk about the value of human capital. You talk about the value of relationships. But Borg Warner's relationship with the Indianapolis 500 and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is probably the longest in professional sports that I can think of. And how important is it to be able to keep that relationship that's been going on since 1935? Well, uh, Fred LaSalle, the CEO, has been there six years. He's, he's, it's in his blood. It's been the other CEOs prior to him supporting this race. And to me, uh, to have Borg Warner and to have this trophy and the commitment, it, it just sets a standard. You gotta go back decades, 12 decades to get where we started. And you just can't do that overnight. So, you know, we take our hats off for what they've done. So looking ahead to the 108th Indianapolis 500, you're gonna have Kyle Larson join the field. Rick Hendrick is going to join the field as a uh, team owner, as a co-entrant. How exciting is that to have those two names come to compete in the biggest race in the world? Well, having Kyle Larson there is terrific. He's a great young man. He's probably one of the most versatile race drivers in the world today. He can drive anything, will drive anything. And we're certainly excited as a promoter at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to have Rick Hendrick and uh, certainly uh, Errol McLaren come together and having Larson drive for them. I think it's terrific. So you got your 19th baby Borg at the Henry Ford, one of the great museums in the United States. When you look at the history of the automotive industry, two iconic names are Henry Ford and Roger Penske. Do you see some symbolism there in being able to get this trophy presented to you at the Henry Ford? Well, there's no question that the Henry Ford is uh, really, it's, it's the basis of motor cars worldwide. And you go back and look at the history of transportation and it's here and the fact that uh, we could be here today getting our 19th baby board for winning, you know, the greatest, in, really the greatest racing spectacle in the world is pretty special because uh, you couldn't have a better background and it, it couldn't be a better honor. And also it's pretty much in the hometown of the Penske Corporation. You always talk about the value of relationships and to see all of the Penske partners who were here to be part of this this evening. How special is that to you? Well, to have our main sponsors that were here Tonight uh, was amazing. Uh, Mark Royce, obviously, whose dad really, 40 years ago, we made the deal to do the Chevy engine. Think about that. And to have him here tonight uh, along with his team was special. And our other sponsors, when you think about Shell's performance with us, Hitachi, PPG, just to name a few, Gallagher. These people have been with us. They've been continuing to support our team for a long, long time. And guess what? We've got to perform. You've had two-time winners, you've had single-time winners, you've had three-time winners and four-time winners, but how special is it when a driver like Joseph Newgarden gets his first Indianapolis 500 victory after so many tries? Because I know you as a team owner, you know, nothing beats the first. Well, I'll tell you, Newgarden has been committed to Indy. I know he's gone away very, you know, disappointed in his performance and maybe the performance of the car, but I can tell he's a new man now and he knows how to win. 
And just wrapping up here with Roger Penske, the CEO of the Penske Corporation, the winningest team owner in Indianapolis 500 history with 19. Also the owner of IndyCar, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the Indianapolis 500. You always do something different at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. What may fans see different at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in 2024? Well, uh, number one, we're putting a new big video board at, at Gate 1. We're putting a video board up uh, uh, at Gate 9 up at the north end of the track. Uh, we're adding uh, safety fencing from the end of Turn 3, uh, beginning of Turn 3, all the way around on the inside to Turn 4, uh, along with the safety walls. We're also where people sit on the mounds. We've extended the mounds down as you come off of turn four, and we'll have individual video boards on the fencing so people will be able to see the see the race. So that, that $45 ticket, you'll have everything right there in front of you. So those are just a couple of things that, uh, you know, that we're doing to make it, uh, you know, a better place, uh, you know, for people to see and feel the race. And my final question with Roger Penske, how long do you take to savor a big win because I know you're always looking forward to the next win. Well, I'd say, look, uh, you know, it's what I like to do is, you know, see the people and the reaction to our people, and that goes a long way. And, you know, all of our people in our company, when we win, they get a benefit of that, everybody in the race team. So when we can, I can look across the, the whole group of our folks and say, hey, you're all part of this, that to me is the most important part. But you know something? We're going to race again the next week, so that one is important, too. Hey, well, when you were a kid in 1951 and came to your first Indianapolis 500, you know, I'm sure you probably left that day with maybe a pennant or some type of souvenir, but you probably have 19 of the coolest souvenirs that anybody could have with these baby Borgs. I can tell you that not many people have 19 of them, for sure. Well, he's a true winner in everything that he does, and he's also been a very loyal and good friend and supporter of Pit Pass Indy. Roger Penske, the CEO of the Penske Corporation, good luck in 2024, and thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy. We'll be right back to Pit Pass Indy after this short break. In the world of racing, Penske means performance and winning. For good reason. Since 1966, Team Penske has won 44 national championships, 17 in IndyCar alone. And last year, Team Penske claimed its Indianapolis 500 record-extending 19th Indy 500 win with Joseph Newgarden, the latest driver, to win the famed race. Team Penske also won its second straight NASCAR Cup Series championship. In 2022, Penske was the first team in history to win both the IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup Series championships in the same season. Team Penske enters the 2024 NTT IndyCar Series season with 236 IndyCar wins, including 34 500-mile race victories. Those are results that are tough to top. But Penske's legendary reputation for quality and attention to detail makes a statement off the track, too. When you need a truck, whether for your business or for a household move, Penske Truck Rental has some of the cleanest, newest, and best-maintained vehicles on the road. And we make it easy with personalized support from our associates, flexible reservations, and access to the top technology. With quick pickup and drop-off at more than 2,500 locations across North America, our scale and know-how will keep you covered 
all helping to ensure you get the right, reliable, fuel-efficient vehicle when and where you need it. On the highways, the raceways, and every pit stop in between, Penske keeps you moving forward. Gain ground with Penske. Get a quote today at PenskeTruckRental.com or for household rentals, download the Penske Truck Rental mobile app today. Hey, everybody, this is Joseph Newgarden, winner of the 107th Indianapolis 500, and you're listening to Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. Welcome back to Pit Pass Indy. We've heard from Roger Penske after receiving the baby Borg for his record-extending 19th Indianapolis 500 victory. Now, let's hear from the winning driver of the 2023 Indy 500, Joseph Newgarden of Hendersonville, Tennessee. Here is my exclusive interview with Newgarden for Pit Pass Indy. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. It's a real honor to once again bring on Joseph Newgarden, the winner of the 107th Indianapolis 500. Joseph, the gifts keep on coming, and tonight at the Henry Ford, you received your baby Borg. So I guess the season of gift giving from Borg Warner has come to an end, but you've got some pretty cool gifts out of them. Yeah, it's, it's you know, an honor to be here, um, just to be a part of this event and and to really you know, see what transpires after winning it is, is very special. And, you know, Borg Warner has, has been committed to the traditions and the history of this event. And they, they really, they really, uh, they really do give you the gift that keeps on giving. There's the 500 has an impressive way of making you stop and appreciate the moment that happened where for me, I, I typically like to move on quick and go on to the next goal and task. And, uh, the Indy 500, it, it stops you in your tracks and makes sure that you, appreciate, you know, the significance of it. So I, I love that. Of the key moments that you were able to do on this tour, whether it be William Barron's studio where you got to see the life-size clay face for the first time, or whether it be at the Stutz Museum in Indianapolis in December when you saw your face unveiled on the the big Borg Warner trophy, or whether it be tonight at the Henry Ford where you got your baby Borg, does each of those moments really hammer home even more the significance of your accomplishment. Oh, there's no doubt, you know, and, and to, to be able to win this race, you know, with Roger Penske and, and his team um, means a great deal to me. You know, I never, I never envisioned being able to do this uh, for a living and, and have a career in IndyCar and, you know, to, to have, you know, competing, competed in the event 12 years now, it, it means even more, you know, being able to, to, to win it. So, you know, receiving the baby Borg with Roger next to him, it was incredibly special and, you know, something I'll, I'll never forget. I'll cherish it for the rest of my life. Of the things that you were able to collect with uh, from the Borg Warner people, this was really the first one you were able to share it with Roger Penske. And how special was that? Incredibly special. I think, you know, for Roger, I can't imagine the significance for him, but I got to imagine, you know, it, it was a, it was a treasured race. I mean, you know, I, I think we are all incredibly appreciative of what Roger and his team have done for the history of IndyCar and the history of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 
you know, they weather, they've weathered a, you know, serious storm coming through COVID in, in 2020 and, and trying to elevate the event to the next, the next level for years to come. And, and I think they've, they've done that. Um, so to, to be there with Roger to win the race as he's, you know, the team owner, but he's also the custodian of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I just think it was a very, you know, it was a very special moment. When you hear the names Henry Ford and Roger Penske, those are two icons of the American automotive industry. And you see a certain synergy and symbolism in the fact that the baby Borgs were presented to you at the Henry Ford. Yeah, it's great to, you know, first off, I, I see the Henry Ford. I'd never been here. I've heard amazing things about this facility uh, and, and what they, they do to preserve history um, and to display you know, so much of the culture of the, the United States. And, and now I've seen a little bit of it. I, I need to come back and spend a full day. It looks like maybe two days, but, um, it was, you know, fitting to be here, I think in, you know, in, in Detroit, um, the hometown of Borg Warner and really the hometown of the Penske corporation, uh, Chevrolet, you know, a lot of our partners, I even think of some of our other partners, Hitachi, uh, it's it's special to be in this this part of the country, you know, and to celebrate with these individuals, and and very appreciative of Henry Ford for having us here and hosting, and 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 certainly to Borg Warner who have have uh, uplifted the traditions of the Indy 500 every year. You're partly on display here at the Henry Ford as part of the American Motorsports Experience Museum display that they're having. Your race winning car from the Indianapolis 500 is on display as as well as the Borg Warner Trophy, and you're a big featured part of the movie that they show at the Henry Ford. So to be able to have that type of interaction with the people that come through here, how important is that to you? Well, it's, you know, very um, humbling, you know, just to just to be here and, and represent the sport of IndyCar is, is really special to me. I, I love the sport. Uh, I want to see it thrive for many years to come. And, and, you know, I think it definitely deserves a place here in the Henry Ford. So to see it firsthand, what they've done is absolutely you know, magical. I think they've got a beautiful facility here that really does um, racing and motorsports justice. You know, as far as the, um, as far as the, you know, awesome uh, appeal of of what it is. You know, I, I I live in the sport. I live and breathe it every day. And there's many individuals that that are involved in it in a lot of different ways. But it, it's it is a it's a great sport to be a part of. It's part of innovation when you think about the fabric of America and and just um, automotive. So. Uh, yeah, I think it was fitting to be here and, and um, you know, have the history here for a couple of weeks. I know the car and the, and the board will stay here for a couple of weeks before they move on to the next destination, but they'll enjoy their time here for a few. You have one baby board. Can you even begin to fathom the fact that your team owner, Roger Penske, has 19? Uh, we're in very different positions. You know, he's uh, I just I just getting going and, and, you know, he's trying to hit the, uh, the milestone record. Uh, he's a tremendous individual. I'm, you know obviously really, um, in awe of Roger Penske. He's, you know, one of the best, uh, the best in the world, if not the best. And he's been a, a great friend, teammate and team owner. Uh, he motivates all of us. He's called the captain for a reason. And I would like to see him get number 20. When you win the Indianapolis 500, there's a lot of demands on your time. There's a lot of obligations and responsibilities. So I imagine your off season has been very busy. Not only that, but you competed in the Rolex 24 at Daytona. What's the off season been like for you? Yeah, very busy, you know, with, with hybrid testing, um, you know, trying to prep for this next season, running sports cars 
um, all with Team Penske. Um, just had a lot of commitments, and, and obviously, you know, winning the Indy 500 just adds to the list in a good way. You know, it makes you busy, but you know, again, it makes you stop and appreciate everything. So it's it's been a good off season. When you were up on stage and Roger Penske talked about all the partners with Team Penske and the Penske Corporation, many of them who were here for the presentation, how do you feel when you see all that support? It was tremendous to see the individuals that came out, you know, a lot of significant um, people that have, have played a, a heavy hand in supporting not only motorsports broadly, but IndyCar specifically, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Team Penske, our team, and in uh, this victory, you know, we had we had representatives from Shell. Heidi was here, which was fantastic. Um, uh, you know, we have a lot more supporters, but just to have a few was was really great. Obviously, the you know the Shell car to me is now uh, an iconic livery. Uh, you know, when you win the Indy 500, it really transforms what a what a car livery looks like. And and you know, I, I'm I'm appreciative to be able to drive the Shell car, especially with you know, last year being the first year on 100% renewable fuel. So there's great message behind it and great work that, that Shell has put in. And, you know, Chevrolet was here as well, um, you know, representing uh, what we do in our efforts in IndyCar. And uh, the great thing for me is that I've won every single IndyCar race uh, powered by, you know, Chevrolet engines. So uh, it's pretty significant for us to, to finally get a 500. Indianapolis is the racing capital of the world, but Detroit is Motor City. So to be able to have this type of honor in the city of Detroit, which is also the home of the Penske Corporation and Roger Penske, how fitting is that? Yeah, I think it's all fitting. You know, we love Detroit. Um, I've enjoyed coming here since 2012, competing in the Detroit Grand Prix, and it is the hometown for us. You know, Chevrolet is, is based out of here. I think about some of our, our other partners in Hitachi as well, and, and um, you know, I, I love I love coming to this area and representing the hometown, if you will, and, um, you know, Borg Warner being from here uh, or based out of here and, you know, up, upholding the traditions of, as we've talked about. It was really just, yeah, very fitting to come up here and, and, you know, pass on the baby Borgs. There's one big moment yet to be done, and that's the unveiling of the Indianapolis 500 ticket, which you will be the featured artwork of the ticket. How cool is that? That's amazing. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm, I'm incredibly excited to see it. And our final question with Joseph Newgarden, the winner of the 107th Indianapolis 500 for Team Penske. It's time to get started the 2024 NTT IndyCar Series season. After coming off of a year where you won the Indianapolis 500, how much does that really make you feel like I've got a lot to live up for and I'm ready for that challenge? Oh, I'm definitely ready for it. You know, I think um, it's never easy. It's going to be a tough season. As always, it always, uh, you know, gets more competitive year after year. Um, but I think we're in a good position. We've got, you know, a great team behind us as always. And I'm excited to see how far we can go. Joseph Newgarden, winner of the 107th Indianapolis 500 for Team Penske. Congratulations on getting your baby Borg. Good luck in the 2024 IndyCar Series season. And thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. Thanks, Bruce. And that puts a checkered flag on this edition of Pit Pass Indy. We want to thank our guest, Roger Penske, the chairman of the Penske Corporation, owner of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and IndyCar, and 107th Indianapolis 500 winner, Joseph Newgarden, for joining us on today's podcast. Along with loyal listeners like you, our guests help make Pit Pass Indy your path to victory lane in IndyCar. For more IndyCar coverage, follow me at Twitter at Bruce Martin, one word, uppercase B, uppercase M, underscore 500.
This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thanks to our production team. Executive producers are Bridget Coyne and Gerardo Orlando. Recordings and edits were done by me, Bruce Martin. And final mixing was done by Dave Douglas. Learn more at evergreenpodcast.com. Until next time, be sure to keep it out of the walls.